Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Ted Barris is the author of Juno, Canadians at D-Day, June 6, 1944. Mr. Barris is, I'm going to call him a war historian. He's much more than that, but he's an extreme uh, focused person on Canada's military history. He's the recipient of the RCAF NORAD trophy for his research and writing of the Dam Busters. Uh, Ted, thanks for coming on the program. Your book is Juno. Um, would you speak to us, please? And you heard Dad Mahoney, my, my, my friend who's passed away, of, um, passed away a number of years ago. Speak about Canada's involvement in, in the D-Day invasion. What do we need to know? Well, Roy, thanks for having me on the show, first of all. Um, I think we need to know that Canada was an equal partner in the attack that day in every respect, from planning and uh, ultimate operation um, and, in fact, uh, superseded expectation because the Canadians got farther inland than anyone else of the Americans and the British involved. But I think more important than that is, is Ed's point, um, is, is that they went in with their hearts. I, I talked to, I've, for the preparation of that book, and I've interviewed probably seven or 8,000 veterans over the years for all 19 of my books. And one of the stories from D-Day that stands out was that, that uh, unlike um, the American forces, it was illustrated by Saving Private Ryan, where they tried to keep brothers apart so that there wasn't a great loss to a family of more than one, perhaps. In the Canadian Armed Forces, claiming was encouraged. In other words, you could go in with your brother or your father, and that was the case on D-Day morning, because uh, Fred Bernard went in with Don Bernard in the Queen's Own Rifles just before 8 o'clock in front of Bernier-sur-Mer that morning, and they saw each other in the same landing craft, one shouting to the other, give him hell, and they jumped out into the fusillade of shells ricocheting off the water and whatever else the Germans were throwing at them. And before Fred got to the beach, he saw his brother lying dead in the water. He hadn't even made it that far. So these men gave everything in expectation that that was their duty, that was their service, and and ultimately Fred's loss of his brother that very day. The the success of the Canadian Armed Forces on Juno Beach was remarkable. Uh, as you say, they pushed in f- France further than any of the other Allied units. Just as Canadians took Vimy Ridge in World War One, after the French and the English weren't able to uh, do that for a long period of time. What were the days like after D-Day, the next week to what, 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 uh, what, what developed then? Ted? Well, um, in fact, uh, your point's well taken about the you know, going inland uh, farther than anyone else. They actually had to withdraw the Canadians on the night of the 6th to prepare for sort of evening up the line to continue. And then, of course, it was within 24 hours that the um, uh, Canadian uh, tank regiment, the Sherwood Sher- Sher- Fusiliers, and the North Nova Scotians uh, ran into Kurt Meyer's uh, Hitler Youth, and they were overrun by the, the, the in extending the, the front farther inland on the, on the morning of the 7th. They ran right into a trap which Meyer and his Hitler Youth had, had laid for them, and they were all caught off guard, and they captured dozens and dozens of these Canadians, and they were murdered. So there were tremendous setbacks, both in spirit and loss and, and fear, um, uh, in those first few days. But the Canadians persisted, like the British and the Americans, but we didn't shout about it. The Americans and the British tend to take their warrior nature much more seriously, and they get it out there. We're modest. We recognize the losses as much as the victories. Who were these young men? Who were they? They were guys who were not regular soldiers. They were volunteers. They came from the ranks of, of business. They came from farm fields. They came from fishing towns. 
they were some of them were students and they signed up because they recognized this was a necessary thing to do and it's interesting uh, i always remember a quote from a young man who was with the regiment de la chaudière he went in in front of bernier sur mer with that regiment and he was a young private and he's going in with a more seasoned sergeant and the sergeant gets them through this horrific battle on the way into their first objectives getting through the town and this guy Gautier looks back on it, and, he, and, and in my interview with him, I said, what was it about that sergeant that got you through it? And he said, well, we had all the tools, we had all the capability, we had all the training, but Sergeant Dion had one thing the rest of us didn't have. And I said, what was that? He said, courage. Wow. <laughs> you know, I can't imagine, and we talked about this a little earlier, I can't imagine what it would have been like on those landing craft that were being attacked by, uh, by Germans, by the German forces as they were approaching the beach. And they had to lower the ramps or open the doors, grab the ladders, and run for it. Some of them made it. Many of them made it. Many didn't. It's no, it's no wonder they're called the greatest generation. Seriously. And it, I did a story in the Hamilton Spectator yesterday about a man who's still with us, Jim Jenkins, who went in with the 19th Field Artillery. And he said that they had to, it took two attempts to get to their objective on the beach, but they finally did by literally using... Uh, uh, barges and and uh, settling tanks to right. destroy the ramp so that they could actually get off the landing craft with their gear and get onto the beach and give the infantry their support. That's how persistent these young guys were. They were so well-trained and yeah. they were so driven. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.